This is the Love Your Mom Life podcast, where we get real about getting out of your motherhood rut and creating a mom life you love. I'm your host, Nikki Odin, and I know a lot about what it's like to not love your mom life. Being a mom is hard, and being a mom with goals and dreams is even harder. Over the years, I've spent a whole lot of time on the hot mess express trying to harmonize motherhood with everything else I want out of life. But eventually, I figured it out. Sort of. You can create a mom life you absolutely love. So come on, let's do this thing together. Before we dive in, this is my cute little reminder to please hit that subscribe button. Be sure to follow us on social, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And of course, be sure to visit the blog at youridealmomlife.com for real life solutions to help you take back your time and love your mom life again. Hey there, welcome back to the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Today, we're talking about the real reason your kids are making you crazy and how to find your chill in the chaos. We'll be chatting with an expert who helps mamas rekindle their lost joy in motherhood through her signature method, mind, heart, soul. Her superpower is helping moms stop being victims to the frustrations of life. And today she's here to help us take control and create the motherhood experience we dream of. Before we dive in, don't forget to take a second to officially subscribe or follow this podcast by clicking that follow plus or check mark button in your podcast app. And while you're there, leave a rating and a review. The more reviews this show has, the easier it will be for other moms like you to find it. And if you like this episode, share it with a mom you love. We are all about moms supporting moms here at the Love Your Mom Life podcast. And the stuff we're talking about today needs to be heard by other mamas. Hey, do you ever wish you and I could be better connected? Well, we can. All you have to do is follow me on Instagram. My handle is my name, Nikki Odin, and I see every single like, comment, and DM on my account. So if you want to be better connected, take a sec and go follow me on Instagram. And now let's meet our guest. Today's guest is a certified mindset and life coach at Mom Life by Design. She's on a mission to help all moms stop feeling stuck in the frustrations of life and instead take control and create the motherhood experience they dream of. Her heart is to equip mamas to calm the chaos inside so they can show up more purposefully for the chaos outside. Connect with her on Instagram at MomLifeByDesign or on Facebook, and be sure to check out her website, MomLifeByDesign.com. I'm so excited she's here. Welcome to the show, Melissa Paduzzi. Thank you, Nikki. It's so good to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to be talking about this topic because I think a lot of us moms struggle with this feeling like my kids are making me crazy. And then I think we also struggle with like the feelings that come along with that. Like, why do, why do I feel like they're making me crazy? They're just kids. What's wrong with me that I can't handle it, et cetera, et cetera. So finding the chill in the chaos, is, I think, is something that all of us can relate to and that never gets old. So tell me more about how you came to have a grip on this topic. 
Well, I did not always have a grip on this topic. <laughs> so um, I, growing up, I knew two things. Um, I always wanted to be a mom through adoption mm-hmm. and I always wanted to homeschool. And so I had these dreams of these idealistic days, sitting around the table, making art projects and <laughs> singing songs. And then we brought home our oldest at two and a half. And it was like my expectations ran into a brick wall of reality and it was nothing like I expected. I loved him fiercely, but motherhood was not what I was thinking it would be. And then it only grew when we brought home our youngest son. A year later, he was three and a half and the chaos in our home seemed to be sucking the joy out of me. Yeah, And I remember talking to some mom friends and I was like, I feel like I have completely lost my joy. I don't know where it went. I don't know how to find it. I don't know what to do, but I feel so stuck here and so frustrated by everyone and everything around me. And it was through some time and some wise mamas who had been there that I learned some tools to start to manage that. And when I realized that my joy did not come from the things outside, but I could create it from inside, that changed everything for me. And so from that experience, from that motherhood experience, not being what I expected, but then finding the joy in the midst of all of the chaos and the love and everything that I ever wanted— It's been my heart now that no mom should have to stay stuck in that frustration and that overwhelm. And that's where Mom Life by Design was born. So from my personal experience, um, that's where we started. Um, And I cannot think of a better way to spend my time than helping moms get out of that pit that they feel stuck in. Yeah, I often call it a motherhood rut. And I Mm. think that we all fall into that at some point in our motherhood journeys and maybe more than once. So let's break that down. What, what what are some of those systems and hacks and tips that you learned that have transformed your life? Oh my goodness. The first one is, I have to catch myself on this every day. So do not think that I am doing this perfectly. But the first one is to understand that I am creating what I am experiencing. Mm-hmm. And that has been transformational for me because there are days Like last week, I was like, oh my gosh, everyone and everything is making me crazy. (laughs) And when we say they're making me crazy, what? where does that put us in that situation? As the victim. We're the victim. We're the one being made to do something. And you know what? I have complete agency over my life. No one gets to make me feel anything. I create that in my brain. And when we talk about ruts, what I think of is our brain has these ruts that they love to go on. They've kept us alive thus far. They've done a great job. That's our brain's job is to keep us alive. Mm -hmm. And these thought patterns that we have had, we're still alive. So they've worked, right? Our brain's like, let's keep trying that thing. We're still alive. But I'm after so much more in motherhood than just being alive. I want to embrace everything that's there, the joy, the sorrow, the hard, the not so hard. So we have those times in motherhood where There's really high highs and we are enjoying what we're doing and we are having those fun moments around the table where we're making art projects and we're baking cookies together. And then we have those moments where everyone's melting down, including you. Mm -hmm. And we get to embrace all of that by starting to create a new rut in our Mm. brain. And that's not easy work. No. When we're digging a new rut, 
that takes a lot of intention and it takes a lot of practice. And so that's what I continually remind myself that I am practicing this new thing. I am not going to be an expert. When our kids learn to walk, we aren't expecting them to run a marathon. We aren't expecting them to cross their room the first try. They stand up, they fall down. We cheer them on. We say, look at what you're doing. You're doing such a great job. You've got this. And we keep encouraging them. And so I've learned to try to come with that same attitude towards myself. Yeah. As I'm learning to walk this journey, I'm going to fall down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make one step and then I'm on my butt again. And then I'm back up and I'm trying again. And look at me go. I'm doing this. I'm learning to walk. And so when I'm, when we don't expect perfection to be what we are after in motherhood, but we are instead learning and we're growing and we're digging new ruts and we're doing the hard work with intention. It has been transformational for me. And I know that's kind of like super high level and it's not really nitty gritty practical. So when it comes to like the nitty gritty practical stuff, what I do when I get up in the morning, I don't know about you, but my brain is running wild. It has (laughs) some crazy thoughts and some crazy ideas going on in there. And so I'll sit down. I set a timer for three minutes because we all know mom life is busy, right? I don't have time to sit. Yeah. I don't have time to sit and journal for three hours. So I set a timer for three minutes and I dump everything in my brain down. And sometimes it's my feelings. Sometimes it's my thoughts. Like, you know, everyone is making me crazy and I'm like, oh, look, there it is again. Yeah. It's that thought pattern. It's popping back up. There's no guilt and shame in that. It's just being aware because our thoughts create our feelings, which create our reality. And I want to be really intentional about seeing what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because our brain runs in the background nonstop every day. We are the ones we hear the most. And so I need to know what I'm telling myself because that is determining the trajectory of my day. And so after I get everything out, if there's any feelings I need to process, we have to process those because those thoughts bring them up for us. They're already there. Mm -hmm. We can't stuff them. Well, you can. You can stuff them down, but it's not a super healthy way to live because you're repressing all. It doesn't work. Absolutely not. It works for a brief moment. Right. You don't have to feel it or deal with it in that time, but you're going to have to deal with it in another moment. And it's not going to be so much fun at that point. Right. And so we process whatever emotions are there. And then we get to pick with intention what we're going to practice that day. And so for me, a thought that I'm practicing right now on the regular is I am for my kids, not against them. And so we don't entertain this battle of me against my kids, my to-do list against my kids' agendas. We don't entertain that battle. I'm for my kids, not against them. And so I'll set a a reminder on my phone to pop up every couple of hours that's got my intention written on it. And it'll say, oh, I'm for my kids, not against them. We were just fighting about something really dumb (laughs) that says that I'm against my kids because I feel like they are um, fighting against my agenda for the day. Instead, I can be like, oh, wait, I'm practicing them for my kids, not against them. Let's reset at this point. And like I said, there's no guilt and shame in this. I don't beat myself up over that. I'm a human with a human brain and we have a bazillion thoughts over the day. And so it just allows me to course correct as Mm -hmm. I'm going before I am all the way in a different location. I'm just a few steps down that road and then I can back back up and we can go the direction that we wanted to head intentionally creating what we want. 
That is so powerful and empowering to think about how much agency we have, how much control, command we have over how our day goes. And I often say that you create what you experience. And a lot of people want to kind of shrug that off and say, well, how am I supposed to react when XYZ happens? Well, you get to choose. And I tell my kids that all the time. And sometimes they fight me on it. Like, well, how else would would anyone feel? It's your choice how you feel. And, and I always tell them, honor the initial feeling, right? If it's anger, embarrassment, sadness, guilt, notice it, right? Acknowledge that you have that feeling and then experience it fully so you can let it go. Dwelling on it, berating yourself, all those things are completely unhelpful. They don't serve you and they don't make anything better for anyone around you or the reality you're creating. So I I just love hearing this from another mom. And I love knowing that you are out there spreading this message because it's so true. Like we have to stop feeling like we're victims of our circumstance because we always have a choice. And, And even if the choice is, this is how I'm going to feel about this. And based on those feelings, this is how I'm going to proceed. And to break it down as to something as simple as like, I'm for my kids, not against them. So if I had this list of things to do today, and now I can't do one of them because one of my kids needs something, I'm for my kids, not against them. And what a difference that would make in how we perceive everything that's going on around us and and how we show up. I love that. Absolutely. And I think we get in our heads a lot because we get a lot of... (laughs) feelings about our feelings. Um, And Uh so we feel frustrated at our kids. And then we feel guilty that we feel frustrated about our kids. And so instead of feeling that frustration and letting it move through our body and then listening to that loving message that that feeling may have for us, we stuff that one down and then we layer guilt on top of it. And then we layer shame on top of it. And then we hide because we must be the only ones that feel frustrated at our kids. Even though we know that we're not, we hide it inside because we have to be the only ones that are feeling this way. We must be a bad mom. And so it just spirals in this layer of emotions that are repressed. And it's like holding a beach ball under the water. Yeah. We've all been in the kid, the pool with the kids. They're holding the beach ball under the water. And then what happens eventually? It pops up and hits somebody in the face. Somebody's crying. It's a disaster. And so our feelings are the same way when we hold them all down, when we layer them on top of each other, instead of acknowledging them, instead of realizing we're human with a full range of human emotions, we've been told somewhere along the way that some emotions aren't safe or some emotions aren't good. Right. And so we try our hardest not to feel those, but as a human, you're going to experience the full range of them. And so allowing them and being able to sit in those and feel those and let them move through your body and then taking it a step further and say, if you had a loving message for me, frustration, what would that be for me today? What are you trying to tell me? Because our emotions are just a check engine light. Yes. It's like something's going on here. They're blinking, looking for attention, and they're trying to tell us something. And while our emotions are not always truth tellers, they do indicate something to us that we totally. can acknowledge, learn from, and change how we want to move forward if we listen. If we stuff them, we don't get the chance to hear that. And so we miss that vital step. We often think, you know, I can just thought swap. You know, my kids are making me crazy now. Oh, my kids are little blessings running around. We're missing that step in there of feeling that frustration. And then that's just toxic positivity. We're just swapping out one thought for another. And it's not going to stick because 
number one, we don't believe it. Number two, we've got all those feelings layered there that are keeping us from being able to actually believe the thing that we're trying to believe. Yes. The toxic positivity is so toxic because you're right. We don't believe it. And then part of us is like, well, I am not good because I can't believe this right now. There's something wrong with me because I can't. I think it's so freeing to be able to say, yeah, I'm frustrated. And I'm going to be frustrated for a second here because it's it's necessary. I need to experience this, A, so I can release it, but B, because there's a reason this is happening and I need to pay attention to the underlying reason. I love that idea of just taking three minutes every morning to do the mental dump to see what am I feeling? Let's be intentional. Like, Let me pay attention and be deliberate about how I'm going to go about my day by acknowledging how I truly feel right now. That is a great first step. Yes. And I think so many of us wait until those moments where we are caught up in the frustration or we are like, our kids are making us crazy. We are in that thought right now. And then we expect to be able to make a different choice. Mm -hmm. It's not in that moment that we build the foundation to be proactive. We have to back it up and set our day with intention and continually practice that. And we're going to get it wrong sometimes. And that is 100% okay. We are all humans here. None of us are after perfection. Well, we may be after it. None of us are going to achieve perfection. ever. And so, yeah, ever. If we can drop that and realize I'm a human mom showing up with human kids and what an example I am setting for them and leading the way in being proactive about my feelings so that I can show up the way that I want to for the world. And what an also also what an example we can be when we say, you know what, I messed up there. Yes, I was really frustrated, mm-hmm. and I acted out my frustration on you, and that's not okay, and that's not how I want to be. I'm sorry for the way that I showed up here, and here's how I'm going to move forward. They learn so much yes. through what we model, and then they get to be empowered to show up that way in their world as they grow and they learn, and we're all just humans doing this together. It's incredible how much they soak up from our journey and what we're learning. And so it's so impactful for future generations for mom to take this work, to apply it to her life and show up how she wants to show up in life. It's so empowering. It is. And and I think that is the goal of every mother is to create this a human who is going to go out there and be a part of the world that's good, right? That's going to make an impact on the world. And this is one of the ways we do that. It's not necessarily through inventing something or being famous or getting really, really good grades, although I'm sure we all want our kids to do that. It's it's these things. It's like how you show up in life, how you show up for people in the relationships you have, how you interact with others, especially when they're having a bad day. That stuff is so important. And I do... I just like you feel like a mom is the center of her household. So if she is feeling that peace and joy and fulfillment, that's going to spill over into everything she does, particularly the way she raises her children. And then that is going to be carried on. And that's how you change the world, honestly. Like if we were mm-hmm. all feeling this way, if we all had these skills and practice this intention, we'd be living in a different place. It's such important work. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, just what a thought to carry through the day. Like the work I'm doing is changing the world. Yeah. And now let's take a quick break. 
The heart behind the iMom podcast is storytelling because every mom has a story to tell. I know that when I talk to my friends who are parenting and we share stories, we all end up feeling less alone and more capable of loving our kids well. You can find information everywhere on the internet. Some is bad parenting advice and some is pretty wise. We like to think there's a lot of wisdom on iMom.com and when you combine that signature wisdom with a great story, it brings parenting to life. We want a mom who's listening to see herself and her kids in these stories and rest in the confidence that she is the perfect mom for her kids. Check out the iMom podcast with new episodes every Monday. Hey there, Supermom. Have you grabbed a copy of my new book, but definitely wear mascara? It has tons of five-star reviews on Amazon and could be exactly what you need right now on your motherhood journey. But don't take my word for it. Here's what Ruth Sukup, mother of two and New York Times bestselling author of Living Well, Spending Less, 12 Secrets of the Good Life, had to say. Nikki Oden walks the walk. Every truth bomb and piece of advice in her book, but definitely wear mascara, comes straight from her own experience. She normalizes the tough parts of motherhood to help you realize you're not alone. Her gritty, resilient spirit will inspire you to take action to create a mom life you love. Or how about this review from Farnoosh Tarabi, mother of two and editor-at-large of CNET Money and host of the So Money podcast. Nikki Odin is that supportive, straight-talking mom friend we all crave. The one who will always tell you when you have spinach in your teeth simply because she cares about you. Through her hilarious, easy-to-read stories, Nikki offers tangible advice that will make your mom life easier. This book is a must-read for all moms who are simultaneously nurturing their families and their careers. And Susie Moore, host of the acclaimed Let It Be Easy podcast, raved, Nikki brings sparkle to everything she does, and this book is no exception. She conveys real-life lessons through her fun storytelling style and encourages you in a way that feels like a warm hug from an old friend. You'll feel her love for other moms springing off every page. With reviews like that, chances are you are going to love this book. But Definitely Wear Mascara is a collection of laugh-out-loud stories served up in 40 bite-sized chapters filled with raw and easy-to-implement advice for any mom who has ever struggled with nurturing her career and her family at the same time. You'll walk away entertained, inspired, and equipped with the tools you need to create a mom life you absolutely love. Get your copy on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold. Also available on Audible and Kindle. So I know that you just, you were talking about being proactive versus reactive, and you've talked through your work about some steps you have from going from being a reactive mom to a proactive mom. So what are those steps? Yes. And this is kind of where the mind, heart, soul comes in play. And so this is how I coach my clients. One of the first things I teach them is the mind, heart, soul method. And so the first thing you have to do is be conscious of your mind. And that's what we talked about, that three minutes of setting down what's going on. You can do that any time of the day if you're not a morning person. If you're having a moment and you want to just set a timer for three minutes and jot down what's going on in your brain, Mm -hmm. it is so helpful to be able to see what is happening in there because our brains are powerhouses. They are doing a ton of stuff, and we often miss what they are firing out at us. Right. And so if we can just get that down, you don't have to do it on paper. 
I um, have met people who talk it through. So they'll record an audio note, which oh. I thought was beautiful. Yeah, great idea. Because like having that mirror to repeat back to you what you are saying mm-hmm. is so vital to be able to understand what's going on in your brain. I'll catch myself all the time talking and telling a story and I'll be throwing in things like, my kids are making me crazy. I will catch myself saying that like last week. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's not true. And I know it's not true, but my brain is still feeding me that loop. And so we've got to uncover those Mm -hmm. thoughts that are creating our reality. And then the next step is to tap into your heart. We have to understand and process those emotions that are going on that are created by those thoughts in our head. Whatever we're feeling, whatever we're experiencing, it is okay and it needs to be processed. Yes. So we tap into our heart to feel what's already there and then we decide what we do want to create. So if we want to create more joy, we go back to our mind and we say, what is it that brings me joy? And so you pick a thought to practice on that that generates that joy in your heart. And that may be something like, I bring my powerful presence in every room that I walk in. That brings me great joy to think that thought. And so I will practice that and I believe it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you may not believe that thought and that will not generate that emotion for you if you don't believe it. And so you have to pick a thought that you believe. And we can always pick something smaller. I am becoming a person who finds joy in the everyday. And so we practice that thought. I love that. And then the last part is to lead with your soul. You have to embrace the mom that you want to be and allow her to be present. Yes. First with yourself and then with everyone around you. We have to lean into her, understand her, know her more. Who is it that I want to be? And then we get to create that with our thoughts that create those feelings that lead us to action in our everyday life. And it's a beautiful cycle. And if you feel stuck somewhere in there, you can start with the feelings. How are you feeling right now? And dig into those. And what am I thinking that's making me feel that way right now? Because no one else is making me. Exactly. It's my brain. Mm -hmm. What is it that I'm telling myself? Or if you feel completely stuck, sometimes it really helps to start with the action with what you want to do. And you can say, you know what? I want to build connection with my kids. So I'm going to set 10 minutes to play whatever it is on the floor that they want to play. They want to play cars. I'm going to be in the floor playing cars. They want to play Uno. I'm at the table playing Uno. 10 minutes. I've got this. And then that often will help us to experience new feelings, Mm -hmm. uncover the feelings that we were having, and be conscious of what's going on in our mind. And so no matter where you start in the mind, heart, soul, you can get to where you want to go by working the process and working through that. And it is so beautiful to watch that unfold as people uncover, I'm not a victim. Yes. I get to choose. Yes. Totally agree. And I think having a sort of framework like that really allows you to be a little more objective because you're, you, you kind of have to take yourself out of the, the charge you're in in that moment and you can pause and go through something like that to help yourself get back into perspective, reframe what's actually happening and what your next step should be. So I I love the idea of having those three simple steps. Do you ever have moments where it's just like you've set your intention for the day, things are going well, and then you just get completely derailed? And (laughs) that was a rhetorical question. Of course you have those moments. (laughs) 
But like, how do you, like, do you, sometimes you don't always have a ton of time to, to put yourself back into, I guess, on track is, is how we would say it. So do you have any tips on, on that, on like how to kind of snap yourself out of it, but but still honoring yourself? (laughs) Yes. There's so much power in the pause to being able to take a breath and Mm -hmm. pause when you catch yourself in those moments and then pick something to do. Emotions are energy in our body. Yes. And so a lot of times I'll drag everybody out for a walk. I'm like, I don't care if you want to go or not. We're going to go for a walk. Get your bike, <laughs> get your scooter. We're going to go outside and I'm going to move for a hot second. Or just change your location. If you are sitting in the living room and everything feels like chaos, move into the kitchen, pick a different activity, do something else that can kind of shift not only your mind, but where you physically are. It helps a ton when you don't have a ton of time. And I feel like, we think when I have to feel this emotion, it's going to take hours, right? right? We think, or days. I'm feeling really, yes, if I lean into this frustration, I'm going to be here forever. It actually takes about 90 seconds for an emotion to move through your body. Amazing. And so if we can honor that in that moment, I love to tell my kids, you know what? I'm here for this, but I need about two minutes and I'll be right back. And then I will go and do something to move that frustration through my body. One of my favorites is to tense up my hands. Mm. So I'll clench my hands into fists and then go all the way up my arm, consciously thinking about each muscle as I go up my arm. So my forearms into my biceps, up through my shoulders, and I will tense everything up as tight as I can. And then with a huge deep breath, I will breathe it all out and let go. And so that building up of that tension and releasing it gives that energy somewhere to go. And then it helps me to kind of recenter with a few breaths of doing that. I can go back out, out of that frustration, out of that reaction, remind myself that I'm the mom and the adult here and I can show up that way (laughs) and then come back and be able to handle whatever was going on in a much better frame of mind. That is a great tip. It is so practical, so easy to do. And you can kind of do it anywhere. Like even at work, you could excuse yourself and go to the bathroom and just kind of like squeeze out the tension. And then return 90 seconds later, a different person. I love that. Yes. And I don't think you're a different person. You are just able to show up how you want to. Right. Exactly. You've activated the part of your brain that's a little more logical and not in its feelings because you've let it process its feelings. (laughs) Right. And I can't stress this enough. We have to process the feelings. I think a lot of us have lived our lives stuffing things down. And sometimes I talk to people who are like, oh, I never cry. I haven't cried in years. And I'm like, oh, that is not good. Like that, in my opinion, that doesn't make you a strong person. It doesn't make you somebody who has everything under control. To me, that means like you're like one, one grocery trip away from like not finding your favorite thing on the shelf and completely losing your mind and starting to scream at everybody. Like you got to release those emotions. It's important to cry. It's important to feel the frustration, to be angry, to be disappointed and sad and feel jilted, whatever it is. It doesn't have to make sense, but if you're feeling it, you're feeling it and you have to honor that and then let it go. It is so important to honor it because you can't let it go if you don't. It's just sitting there festering and it's manifesting itself in ways that you don't realize. Yes, absolutely. It's so important. And unlearning that message mm-hmm. that some feelings are not okay. Yeah. Some actions from our feelings are not okay. Certainly. And I think that's where they've got the bad rap. Right. But our all feelings are okay. They're just feelings and they've got a message for you. So let's slow down. Let's feel them. Let's see what it is. Yeah. Sometimes it's that you need a snack. 
<laughs> Moms need snacks too. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's a little deeper than that, but you can listen to whatever that is, honor it, and then move forward. I love what you just said about some actions from feelings are not okay, but all feelings are okay. And making that distinction, I think both as parents and just as humans, when we think about, okay, it's okay to be angry. It's not okay to punch someone in the face when I'm angry. It's okay to be frustrated. It's not okay to take out my frustration on someone who's trying to help me, who loves me, who's being respectful to me. So separating those two things is a huge part of allowing yourself to feel the emotion. And I I love that you said that. Yeah. And I think that goes back to not being a victim too. Our emotions can't make us do anything either. (laughs) We can feel them, but they can't make us do anything. We get to choose. We always get to choose. And that is the most empowering thing here. I, I know that perhaps some of you are listening and you're like, okay, easier said than done, rolling your eyes. It's a choice. But mama, it is a choice. And we're saying that because we want you to remember how much power you have. You really are in command of of everything you experience. And I know it doesn't always feel that way, but even if the choice is, okay, I'm going to take the lesson here. This doesn't feel good, but I'm going to find the lesson here. That's still a choice. Yes. And I think here's a great example of this. When you're thinking, I'm not a good mom, right? That generates feelings of being defeated and just overwhelmed by everything because you're never going to measure up if you're thinking, I'm not a good mom. And so what do you do when you're feeling defeated? You pull away from your family. And then when you pull away from your family, you feel guilty because you're not showing up as the mom you want to be. And so then it goes in the cycle. I'm not a good mom. I feel defeated. I pull away from my family. I'm not showing up as the mom I want to be. And it goes around and around and around. But if you can pause after you feel those feelings of defeat and say, you know what? I am exactly the mom my children need. That makes me feel empowered. I don't know about you, but I feel empowered when I think that. And when I feel empowered, I make decisions to interact positively with my children. And when I make decisions to interact positively with my children, I get to show up as the connected and present mom that I want to be. And then I continue thinking, I am exactly the mom my kids need as I practice that cycle. And it goes back around again. It's the same cycle, two totally different thoughts. Right. And they both can, I mean, they both can happen within three minutes of each other. That's Mm -hmm. normal. Yes. But when we acknowledge them and see them and can see what they're creating, we understand how much agency we do have in choosing that. And it doesn't matter if the thought is true. It really doesn't. Like, my kids should make better choices. When we say the word should, it gets really tricky because we create guilt and shame through those. That is a huge piler of all of the things. But when we think they should they should make better grades, maybe they should. But is that helpful to think? Right. What does that create for you when you think that? I bet you have a battle over homework. I bet you are at odds over everything. You're approaching it as you're on one side and they're on the other. You're not for your kids in that moment. And so you can create exactly what you want in that moment. And you say, I can support my kids through whatever choice they want to make in school. And that means if they don't want to do their homework and they want to fail the class, that's their choice. I feel the same way. You can't make them do anything. I mean, yeah. sometimes you can, but is that helpful? No, it's the beach ball is, under the water again. Yes. Is that what you want to create? Do you want to create little people that just have to do what you tell them to do? 
Or do you want to create independent children who make the world a better place because they show up how they want to show up? And understand the consequences of their choices. Absolutely. Absolutely. So dropping the rope there and dropping our expectations of other people is freeing for not only them, but for you. Because it's creating a whole storm of emotions inside of you, too. So that that is just the whole, this whole conversation has been so fascinating and really so eye-opening. I think it really is so much simpler than we realize. Sometimes motherhood can feel really chaotic and the the dynamics of the relationships, the interplay of like authority as the mom, but also like, I don't really know what I'm doing as the mom. It really can be overwhelming, but just to break it down into something as simple as like, what are the thoughts I'm practicing and what are the feelings that are coming up and what does this mean and and what do I need to pay attention to and perhaps course correct or shift? It it really is a lot simpler than I think we realize. Simpler and hard. Yes. I just want to acknowledge that it's hard work. I mean, simple doesn't mean easy, but yes, but simpler than, it's not as complicated as we make it seem. So how can people work with you or find you? I am at momlifebydesign.com and I do have um, some freebies I'd love to offer your listeners um, today. I'm a one-on-one coach for moms and so we meet over Zoom and we talk about whatever is going on in their lives that's creating what they don't want to experience and how to shift that and move forward. Because we were talking about before that mirror to be able to hear our thoughts is so vital to being able to see where we want to shift. And so I have the joy of working one-on-one with mamas to be able to help them do that, to be their mirror, to tell their thoughts back to them and see if that's what they want to create or if they want to move a different way forward. And so those freebies that I have for you guys that are listening, if you've resonated with this conversation and you feel like everything and everyone is making you crazy and you don't know where to go next, I have a free 30-minute coaching call for you where we're going to get on the phone, get on Zoom. We're going to talk about whatever's going on, the to-do list that's going to be your undoing, the kids (laughs) making you crazy, whatever's going on. We're going to talk about that. And then you're going to leave with an action step to move forward with more peace and joy in your day. So I would love to talk to you there. And before you say, I'm a mom, it's crazy here. There is no way I can get on a Zoom call. Bring your chaos. It's okay. The kids can be running around in the background. The laundry piles are just fine. You can have your hair in your mom bun and in your pajamas. I do not care. I am a mom too. I understand. And so there is no judgment and chaos is welcome. So please come if you are feeling overwhelmed and stuck. Don't stay there. Don't let that be the reason that you don't look for where you can go. And if you're not quite ready for a call yet, that's okay. I have a free download of some new thoughts to practice. So if you're like, I would like to do that thing that you were talking about, but I have no idea where to start. I don't know what thought to even begin to practice. I've got a free download for you. So I've done the work. You can pick one that resonates with you, that creates a feeling that you are wanting to experience and have that as a little handy cheat sheet for you moving forward. And you can find me at, on Instagram at Mom Life by Design. I, it's where I hang out most of the time. Um, and I would love to chat with you there. Amazing, Melissa. This has been such an impactful conversation. I'm so glad to have come into your sphere. And I am honored that you chose to come onto this podcast to share your message. It is so important 
And please keep doing what you're doing because we need it. I feel the same about you, Nikki. I appreciate everything that you're doing. You are creating so much beauty and motherhood for moms, and I'm so appreciative of what you're doing. Thank you. Well, that wraps up our conversation with Melissa Paduzzi. I hope that you took a ton of value from it. I know I did, and I can't wait to hear what you start implementing first. We'll see you next time on the Love Your Mom Life podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really hope you took something of value from it. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone you love. And it would mean the world if you would leave a rating or a review. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Your Ideal Mom Life on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I can't wait to be with you in the next episode of the Love Your Mom Life podcast.